This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey everyone, welcome to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. We are your hosts, I'm Rudy V, along with Anthony Ray. Very, very excited to talk to you guys today. Today we're going to be talking about summertime, the opposite of winter, because now it's hot. Wow, brilliant observation. Summertime is the opposite of winter time, so now it's hot. (laughs) I mean, that's amazing, amazing Amazing discovery there. You know, I just discovered that nighttime is the opposite of daytime. <laughs> you know, it's dark. Listen, you got to understand something, right? I went to the beach yesterday. I got severe sunburn on my bald spot. And, <laughs> and I got a, I had a blood test yesterday. All right, let me, let me get through this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So anyway, guys, it's summertime. Yes, the opposite of winter. Uh, obviously, right? We're going to be talking about some of that stuff today. We're going to be talking about what things we can expect from both a grooming standpoint and also a safety standpoint. Uh, we're we're going to come back with that and much, much more when we come back on Groomer Humor. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hey guys, welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio once again. We are your hosts. I'm Rudy V along with my son, Anthony Ray, who's already making fun of me today. Sorry. Uh, that's all right. It's like I said, you know, I'm a little bit, uh, I'm a little bit under the weather here, literally. As much as I love the summer, it really took its toll on me yesterday. I uh, went to the beach. Actually, I had a fun experience though. I I met Mike the Situation from Jersey Shore. Uh, had the liberty of running into him and Paulie D. So uh, that, that was really <laughs> exciting for me. I got pictures and everything. Uh, well, you got Paulie D's leg. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Paulie D was running away, not from me, but the crowd of girls. You you would think Elvis Presley was there, really, because, the, uh, you know, these guys drew such a, a crowd. It was funny. But despite what anybody says, listen, super nice guys. Yeah. Super nice dudes. As much as people were bothering them and talking to them and asking them just the dumbest of questions, uh, they were, <laughs> you know, they were all for, uh, you know, taking pictures with you. They were signing autographs. Super nice guys. Honestly, it was actually a joy to, to meet them. Right. Again, part of the summertime fun we're starting to have here in Jersey. Yeah. I don't know. Those guys, those they must all be cool because we worked with uh, Vinny 
a couple years ago. That's right. Doing uh, comedy because Vinny got into comedy and he uh, we did a show with him and uh, he was the nicest guy too. He was so he was just cool and hanging out with us and didn't act like uh, you know like some big shot or anything like that. He was just sort of uh, just chilling with everybody. Vinny yeah. was cool too. So. Maybe they're absolutely. all cool. they are. Yeah, absolutely. I, I like I said, as crowded as it was, and uh, you know, I asked uh, Mike Sorrentino situation. I said, I said, Mike, can I get a picture? He, his response was, "Of course, of course, of course." Like it, yeah. it's you know, super nice dude. So shout out to uh, Jersey, our, our Jersey Shore cast out there uh, doing their thing, making their paper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> making their paper, boo boo. <laughs> Make your paper, boo boo. Any means necessary. Any means. Uh, necessary. Maybe we'll be on Jersey Shore one day. That you can be uh, you can be Rudy the Slaphead, <laughs> Rudy the Sunburned Scalped, the Scalpuation. Scalpuation. No, you'd be Rudy the Head Situation. <laughs> <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh man. <laughs> anyway. Okay, dogs. Yeah. Right, dogs. Let's get let's get to our let's get to our beloved pets here because yeah. we need to talk about this again, guys. Summertime. Yes, once again, the opposite of wintertime. Don't forget that, guys. Don't, Don't forget, forget that. that. Very important. It's very important. But we have to treat it as an opposite of wintertime, too, because there are a lot of things we really have to look out for. There's a lot of things that we do as groomers in the summertime that uh, we don't do in the wintertime. Number one. People will ask for, you know, the short haircut, take them down, take them down. They want them short in the summer months. There's some, you know, questions about that. Some people say, ah, you shouldn't take them too short. Some people are like, no, he does so much better when you take them really, really short. So there's that question. Should we take them short? Do we not take them short? Well, we've kind of, because we've been doing this so long, we have come to the realization that it depends on the breed. Some of your dogs with thick undercoats such as golden shepherds uh keys hounds the thicker coated dogs what happens to them is they actually shed their undercoat naturally so from a grooming perspective what we like to do is if we do get a dog like that a thick coated dog a shepherd a golden retriever that might have a thick coat um, various others what we would like to do is we like to rake out that undercoat get that undercoat out and at least it's almost like we've mentioned in the past, it's like kind of aerating your lawn. We're aerating the dog, uh, getting that undercoat out so that they do feel a little cooler, just naturally having less hair on them. And I think in those particular breeds, the coat does act as an insulation. You agree, Ann? I mean, oh, I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, a nice bath, we get that undercoat out, you know, get that skin breathing a little bit more yet, you know, also having enough coat where it's the skin's being protected. Yeah, I was just going to say that is is sometimes, like you said, people will just come in and say, uh, yeah, it's hot, take them down, take them down. But you got to take into consideration too, if your dog has like skin problems and stuff like that, you don't always necessarily want to just shave your dog down all the time because now the skin's not protected like you just said. You know, It depends on the breed and, and your specific dog too. Your dog could be a breed that would benefit from uh, being a, a shaved down, but you know, maybe it has a lot of skin problems or something like that. So you got to be careful with that decision. You don't want to just jump right into, oh, it's hot, take all the hair off. Exactly. Exactly. And, and like you said, too, certain breeds 
that might require a haircut, uh, you know, uh, uh, Bijans, Shih Tzus, Golden Doodles, Poodles. What we have found is that by giving them like maybe that in-between haircut, um, you groomers will know what I'm talking about here, like a two snap-on comb or a two blue comb. It takes them short enough where they are feeling cooler, but you're also leaving enough coat on there where, you know, it, it does provide that insulation. One of the benefits of taking the dog shorter, though, is you're going to limit a lot of ticks. They're not clinging onto the coat and climbing up into the skin. And they are going to generally stay a little cooler. Again, certain breeds are going to uh, be affected differently in the summer months. With that being said, though, if you are going to do a short cut, you really, really want to be careful with sunburn, Yeah, just like the one on my scalp right now. Um, <laughs> seriously, uh-huh. it's, you know, because dogs can and do get sunburned. So if you are going to go with a short cut, you really want to keep your dogs out of the sun, limit them uh, being in, you know, exposed direct sunlight. Because again, and even if your dog does have coat, you still want to be very, very careful with the sun. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that see that's a that's a good point and we've said this on uh, on the channel in the past too is that a lot of the stuff the elements that affect human beings a lot of it has the same exact effect on dogs uh, like for example like you know if a dog drinks a lot of alcohol the dog is going to get sick and dizzy <laughs> and drunk you know right. so yeah I've, I said that in our past and our Thanksgiving episode you know so the same thing if the dog is sitting out in the sun too long just like people you know it could cause some serious damage the dog can get sunburned it could hurt its eyes it could uh, go into heat stroke it's all the same same stuff uh, yeah it, it affects the dogs the same way it affects us sometimes worse exactly even say you know you're walking on the beach and or on a black tar and you're barefoot come on it burns the crap out of your feet it's doing the same exact thing to your dog so again be careful on hot pavement even with dogs get booties put the booties on or just be very very cautious carry them if you you have a smaller dog you can carry them over the pavement but yeah i like how you went straight to alcohol though that's kind of funny what you know, I'm just saying, you know, you, yeah, yeah, you know, if you if you drink too much, your dog drinks too much. You know, all right. Listen, I, I know I a lot. It. I know I know a lot about alcohol and dogs. Okay, I guess you do. I'm a professional in both categories, so I know. Obviously, you must have had a good weekend. Then. I did. It was my friend Tom's birthday. He's 29. Yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Tommy. Tommy kid, very Tommy fun kid. guy. I love Tom. Yes, yes, Tommy's funny. I wore boat shoes to his birthday party, and and before he even said hello to me, he came up and said, "What are you? Are you a shipping captain? A captain now?" <laughs> he called me a boat captain. I said, "Wow, it didn't take you long to start acting like a jerk." Exactly. But it was a funny joke, nonetheless. Anyway, <laughs> it's a very funny joke. Yeah, <laughs> you boat captain. Yeah, now. are you a captain now? Should I should I salute you? He says. Should, should I call you the skipper? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, man. So. uh Another thing that we uh, want to talk about is um, in the summer months, your say like uh, your water dogs that love to swim, they're a lot more prone to ear infections. You water know, your dogs. Mm-hmm. Water yeah. dogs, like as opposed to land dogs, are you still applying your astute observation <laughs> of opposites there, Dad? I mean, um, like water dogs, like do they have gills and fins and blowholes? <laughs> Is this a, is this just before you move on? I mean, is this a new species that our listeners should know about or? 
Possibly. You know what I think? I think you're a new species. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking here because you're driving me nuts in this episode, okay? Sorry, I'm in a weird mood. <laughs> you are. I mean our water dogs such as our, our labs and ah. our retrievers and our standard poodles and our Chesapeake Bay retrievers and our Portuguese water dogs. Not, okay. Not, I was not, just not, making sure, making okay. sure. I know I know this isn't as, uh, you know, as crazy as the whole summertime is not wintertime thing, but <laughs> sorry, I know. Go, go on, go on. So anyway, uh, <laughs> our water dogs, as opposed to our land dogs. Yeah, the land uh, dwellers. The, the land dwelling dogs, they do suffer more from, say, ear infections because now there's water getting in the ear. So I don't know what the answer is to that one, to be honest with you, but except I guess what, just maybe just keep an eye on them, you know, clean their ears out. If you, I think the best thing that dogs that swim can do is when they come out of the water, they just shake, shake it all out, shake it all out and shake it up. Just shake (laughs) all, (laughs) just shake all that water out of their ears. But, uh, I want to talk about what are some breeds here. There are some breeds definitely that don't fare well in the summer months. And I just saw this recently. Unfortunately, there was a dog on the beach last week that actually suffered from a heat stroke. And ironically, he was a bulldog. Guys, definitely most of your snub-nosed dogs is bulldogs, pugs, Frenchies, your Pekingese, even your Shih Tzus. They don't fare well in the heat. These dogs kind of struggle to breathe on a regular day, let alone high humidity, their bodies overheating. Got to be real careful with certain breeds of dogs, you know. Even when we had sushi, we had a pug. He always, right, Anthony, he always suffered in the in the summer months. He'd just lay in a shaded area or in front of a vent, right? And you oh, you yeah. told me, just, just start panting. And- yeah, it sucked because he liked, he loved being outside, you know, wherever wherever we were, he wanted to be. But uh, a lot of times, like in the summer when we were to go in the pool or something like that, we'd have to bring him inside because it would just be like, nah, you, you can't be out here, buddy. It's just too hot. So we'd, you know, and then he'd, he'd just kind of flounder on the tile floor because he'd still stay right by the door because he wanted to come outside but you know it's just too hot for him and they don't know you know a dog dog will stay outside (laughs) as long as you're out there and they don't know that it's hurting them you know Right. They have no, and, and, you know, when they get into that flounder position where they're all spread eagle and their back yeah. legs, it's literally their attempt to keep their torso and their midsection cooler. Yeah. Um, some dogs do it naturally because it's a comfortable position for them. But normally, you know, they're actually really yeah. doing it to kind of cool themselves off. So be careful with your snub-nosed dogs. And it's not just snub-nosed dogs. It's other breeds of dogs, too. Your Huskies, your Malamutes, your Samoids, your Bernese Mountain dogs, your your double coated or your giant breeds you got to be really really careful with certain breeds that don't fare too well in the summer months take that into yeah sorry to cut you off you have to take that into consideration too when you go to buy a dog or rescue one or however you're going to get your dog you know Pay attention. Where do you live? What is the climate like there? Let that kind of guide you into what breed you should get. Because uh, so often people will just say, "Oh, I want you know, I want a husky," and they live in uh, you know Florida or something, yeah. where it's like that is really not the best place to own a husky. They're just they don't do well in the heat. They're just one of those breeds. They like the cold. They can survive. And God, I forget what it was. Extremely uh, freezing temperatures. So you know, you know, and that's just an example. Like uh, you right. know, pay attention to where you live at. You know, before you go picking a, a breed, especially one that likes extreme different temperatures than the one that you're at you know it kind of uh just to help their quality of life 
Absolutely. Definitely. You know, you definitely want to keep that in mind. Uh, Like, you know, I think the Huskies can live in sub-zero degree weather, you know, so yeah, they're not going to fare well, you know, you know, on a, on a, a 95 degree Miami heat. Yeah. Uh, You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So definitely. You know what I think we're going to do? We're going to talk about some safety tips. Let's go to break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some safety tips that we can all uh, use to uh, help keep our dogs safe in the summer months. We'll be right back on Groomer Humor. We'll be right back right after these messages. Stay tuned. Does your dog itch, scratch, stink, or shed like crazy? Come to Dynavite for help. Order a 90-day supply of Dynavite. Everything we tried failed except the Dynavite. Pick up two bottles of Super Mega Fish Oil. Get the third bottle free. Packed with omega-3, DHA, and EPA fatty acids. Super Mega is great for your dog's immune system, healthy skin, and soft, shiny fur. Dogs love it. Try Super Omega Fish Oil. Buy two. Get one free. At Dynavite.com. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Groomer Humor on Pet Life Radio. I am your host, Anthony Ray, along with my dad, Rudy V. And when we left, we were uh, we well, we discovered a couple of uh, very interesting things. We discovered that winter is the opposite of summer, first and <laughs> foremost. Um, just for anybody who doesn't know, careful, this is a mind blower. Summertime is hot, and and winter is the opposite. So let, I'm just going to let that sink in. Um, uh, we also we we uh, we discussed uh, a couple of different breeds that do well in the heat, that don't do well in the heat. Being careful what sort of haircuts you decide to put your dog in for the summer. Being careful with those snub-nosed dogs out there, uh, your pugs, your Pekingese, all them. They usually they tend to do the worst in the summer months. And uh, we covered a little bit of uh, my father's skin yarmulke that got unfortunately a little bit burnt this past weekend uh, at the time of this recording. So anyway, yeah, um, now we're gonna get into a little bit of some safety tips uh, <laughs> that you can do to keep your pet safe and your scalps safe if you have a head situation like my father, dad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot, Ant. Um, yeah, <laughs> everything he said, plus some. Um, you know, now that I know that, you know, if if I do wear my yarmulke, at least my scalp will be saved because it is on fire right you now. Go. All you so, have to do is convert now. That's uh, it. Well, I, I'm half, so I'm I'm already. I don't know if there is a half. I think you got to be all in, but I consider myself uh, half Jewish. There so is hey, now. There yeah, is I am now. Half um, So let's start with the obvious, guys. I know everybody, we we drill this, everybody drills this into our heads. But the reason why we keep drilling it into people's heads is because there's people that still do it. By all means, guys, please do not leave your dog in the car. Man, I mean, again, there are still people that do it, and I just don't understand it. Yeah, um, me neither. I, yeah. I really don't. Yeah. It's never a good idea, no matter what. We all know the statistics, even on like a cooler day. Have you ever gotten, have you ever been on a breezy summer day, but yet you get in your car and it's hot and scalding? Yeah. All mm-hmm. right, well, there you go. That's the thing to remember. Even if it's cool outside, you yeah. get into a hot car, it could be 110 degrees in there. Even if you left your dog in there for 
few minutes, he could just suffer from heat stroke. And, uh, you know, you could just kill your own dog. Don't don't yeah. let that happen. No, so, no. Yep. I mean, cracking a window isn't going to make a difference in a 130 degree car in the middle of summer. So exactly. And the dog, can't, uh, he can't let himself out. No. You know what I mean? He doesn't have hands. Mm, right. <laughs> you know, come on, guys. Let's just definitely not let that happen. It should never happen. Don't ever no. leave your dog no. in a car. Another thing you have to be careful with is overexposure to the sun. You know, we mentioned the, the beach, parks, etc. Another thing with that is despite the breeds, you want to be really, really careful with puppies and even older dogs. These dogs struggle even more to cool themselves down. Uh, so if you are at the beach, just make sure that you don't stay too long. Maybe definitely keep your dogs out of the direct sunlight make sure they're definitely hydrated be very careful of with overexposure yeah yeah for sure it's very you know in their eyes dogs eyes are incredibly sensitive yeah um, that's why one of the reasons why um almost every dog that gets that is uh you know lived a long life they all go blind at some point they all and that doesn't happen to people our eyes aren't as sensitive people go blind but yeah. not nearly at the at the rate that dogs do so that's another thing too you know they'd spend too much time out in the sun like that you could be messing up your dog's eyes and not even know it it's just you know it's something very simple that you know kind of just yeah goes over your head you don't really even think of it i'm so glad you brought that up and that's a good point we, we and these are some of the things we don't think about you know mm. just eye protection believe it or not go online you'll see how much you know how popular sunglasses are getting for dogs when i was out in uh, california last year that's all you saw was you know a bunch of pit bulls running on venice beach with sunglasses on mm -hmm. just to protect their eyes or a lot of times you know use a cap or yep. something just to provide some eye protection there. So it's a really, really good point. Again, a lot of people may not be thinking of that. So we want to bring it to you, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's um, Keller's Cause. They do that. We just posted their interview, actually, from the World Dog Expo. They, since the dogs, um, if you guys haven't heard of them, they rescue uh, double merles and they raise awareness in double merles. They're born deaf or blind or both. So uh, I saw in a lot of their pictures, they have like these like ski masks, not ski masks, but like uh, goggles rather mm -hmm. on the dog's eyes. Because even though the dog's already blind, like it's just again, like dog's eyes are so sensitive, um, yep. you know, so any I, any picture I see of those beautiful dogs when they're outside, they have the goggles on, you know, they're just so smart. Like I, I like the awareness because uh, I don't think enough people know how sensitive dog's eyes actually are i like that like we need to say that more people because i think that just that's just not something that people think about yeah yeah definitely address that another thing uh during the summertime uh if you do have a very active dog and you're you're out there exercising your dog playing frisbee with your dog or playing fetch or don't over exercise them in the summer months you know know their limit know that you know because here's the thing dogs are they're like perpetual children they will keep playing even though they're spent and they're exhausted. Yeah. They'll still do it just to try to please you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So don't over-exercise your dog. I'm not saying don't exercise your dog. Of course, we're all for exercise. But know your dog's limit maybe. Maybe, you know, especially a, an older dog. And again, if you are exercising, just definitely keep them hydrated. Always have uh, water for them. I love what we see even in parks nowadays. If you even walk by a, a water fountain there's a dog bowl chained to the yeah. water fountain. i think that's awesome mm -hmm. that, that we are acknowledging our, our dogs the way we do nowadays uh it's a beautiful thing i really like seeing that it's really cool that's not something that was always there they have a big one in rawway park 
Yeah. Uh, any, any of you guys from our area, there's this big park there called Rowie Park. And uh, yeah, they have this huge, huge bowl for dogs. Yeah, it's, right? it's really cute. Chained uh, so nobody takes it and everything. It's great. Yep. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, you see uh, when we go to Raleigh Park, kind of see all the same dogs and we've gotten to know them. Even if they're not our customers, we've, we we love dogs so much. We just, you know, we hang out. We, we talk to some people in, in Raleigh Park and we've gotten to know their dogs and uh, we love seeing it. We love seeing the, the unity and, and people just becoming more aware of dogs and how good they are for us and to us. Yeah, they're so therapeutic. <clears throat> they are. Yeah. And also, you know, with some of the dogs that we mentioned, we also want to be really, really careful with some of our really short-coated dogs because these dogs, they are susceptible to sunburn even more often than our double-coated dogs. I know boxers, Dalmatians, Dobermans, pit bulls, etc. Any really short-coated dog uh, you definitely want to keep out of the direct sunlight so that they're not, you know, getting a sunburn. Um, yeah, well, yeah. just, you know, just think of this, how you feel when you get sunburned, how much it burns and itches. And now imagine your poor dog getting that on on his or her back and they can't do nothing about it. It's even worse for them. Yeah, and a lot of times as the owner, as people, we won't notice it because all we see is their coat, we see their hair, yeah, we see their exactly. we see their fur, but we're not actually looking at their skin. So, you know what? Inspect the skin, look into it, make sure you're not seeing any red spots and stuff like that so that you can actually notice it on us, you know, we're we're fleshy and you know, I'm sure we look weird to them, but we, we obviously know when we have a sunburn. I know I do right now. <laughs> um, <clears throat> right on the scalp. Right on the, right on the membrane. So, you know, again, the opposite of summer is winter. Dad, r- really, really <laughs> quick before we go, tell our listeners the story about uh, how you uh, you changed into your bathing suit and you lathered up, you lathered up your uh, SPF. <laughs> Yeah. 5,000. 5,000. Got it all up on your scalp and everything only to find out the pool was closed. It's, it's all, yeah, the pool was closed. It's only open on weekends from now till the 4th of July. So the one time that I really, really prepare myself, you know, I'm, you know, I'm lathered up with my SP 50. I'm slapping my scalp, you know, like I'm in an episode of the three stooges, the pool's closed, you know? But no, but on whim, I decide to go down the shore. I hit Sandy Hook and I go there and I open up my little bag and I have less than half a bottle of SPF 30. Right. Oh, and I had to spread between me and my other son, Rudy. So, yeah, <laughs> now I have no protection. So there you go. <laughs> Oh man! That's I went to hard. I went to bed with lotion on that night because I just I I was like, I'm not taking a shower. I'm going to bed. Are you sticky? Yeah, I was sticky, and at least I didn't get a sunburn. And you know, when I went to bed, yeah, oh, true, I, that's true. You didn't get moonburn. Yeah, I didn't get moonburn. So <laughs> you got to be careful with moonburn. It, 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 it felt it, safe. It, it, yeah, it kills over one Americans a year. <laughs> got to be careful with moonburn. Very serious issue. Very serious. <laughs> oh, man. This was a different show. This was fun. But yeah. yeah, guys, just enjoy your summer. Be safe. Keep your dogs safe. Hopefully you could use uh, some of what we talked about and anything else you might know. And uh, if you're going to the groomer and getting a haircut, short haircuts are fine. Might want to ask, if at all possible, might want to ask the groomer to leave a little bit, you know, even a half an inch will at least insulate the dogs 
somewhat. So have a great summer, guys. We really appreciate you tuning into Groomer Humor. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for uh, spending some time with us today, guys. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank our producer, Mark Winter. Thank you so much, Mark. If you haven't already, head on over to our YouTube channel. It's called Grooming by Rudy. That's Grooming by Rudy on YouTube.com. Leave a like, comment, share, subscribe. We want to hear from you guys. You could also like Grooming by Rudy on Facebook, follow Grooming by Rudy on Instagram and Twitter. It has been an absolute pleasure as always. And until next time, take care of your scalps, yourselves, and your pets. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.